Good morning, Vietnam. What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Sock Talk with Stove and Wally. My apologies for coming in hot there. I'm Stove, he's Wally. Wally, do us a favor and ho, 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 introduce yourself, young man. <laughs> ho, ho, ho. Man, that was, that was quite the intro. Um, <laughs> did not see that one coming. And neither did Jesus. No, nope, that's for sure. He did it, but yeah, I don't know what's going on. I'm full of... Uh, I'm full of the Christmas spirit. I got the passion of Christ inside me. You're full of food is what you are. That's actually true. Have not stopped passing gas since yesterday. Uh, I don't know why. Insane though. Uh, I'm basically just a one of those uh, one of those steamboats, just making my way across it's the Atlantic. A rootin' tootin' machine. Oh, f yeah, man, f yeah. Uh, so, Wally, uh, how was uh, good old Christmas? Christmas, it's Christmas. It's the 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 one more of Christ of Christ. Um, you know, just uh, pretty much went by like any other day. Uh, Boxing Day was much more eventful than Christmas. I'll tell you that much. Why was that? Well, <laughs> Premier League action. You know it. Wait, are you telling me that Premier League ballers don't have Boxing Day off? No. The ballers play all of the days. Um, so, yeah, it was uh, pretty much 18 teams playing on Boxing Day. So, I hopefully they didn't stay out too late Christmas uh, Christmas Day uh, night. You know what I mean? Um, hopefully they had a couple days rest. Um, some players clearly did not um and it was showing in uh <laughs> in some of the games particularly the big ones mm-hmm. but uh i guess we'll get to that yes we will get to that and i mean it just um just a comment on, on the scheduling here it is pretty crazy how the rest of the, how the rest of europe is pretty much off taking a nice break and then we see premier league just ramping up Three games in six days, give or take, for most clubs. Um, it is crazy when you look at the likes of like Ronaldo in Dubai. Chiri Mobile is also like uh, in Saudi Arabia or Dubai or something with his family. Like people are legit on the beach, whereas Premier League is like ramping up. You know, like Liverpool are out here winning a Premier League on Boxing Day. You know, <laughs> it's just, it's exactly what what they did. I mean, it's pretty crazy. Should we? Should we? Lay down a marker going with Liverpool, I guess. What do you mean? Well, you're saying they pretty much won a Premier League. Um, that's essentially what they did on oh. Boxing Day against right. Leicester. Yes, yes. No, uh, 100%. You threw me off with lay a marker. Um, but yeah, I mean, the, the what I was saying just before we get into it to Liverpool was like, I don't know. I find it's really something they're going to have to rethink the Premier League. I know it's like their big attraction come the festive period. Like they have the most games and all eyes are on them. But when I look at the likes of 
when I see those big players playing outside the Premier League resting up, especially attacking a crucial part of the year, the second half of the season, not to mention it's a Euro year. Uh, I mean, they say it all the time, but it's just the reason why England struggles during uh, during tournaments. Sure. I mean, it didn't happen in Russia two years ago, but it, it might happen now uh, at the Euros because I, I don't know. I just see all those players resting up, but I'm like, I'm expecting a big second half of the season for Ronaldo um, and, and the rest of the rest of Europe, respectively. The big uh, the big teams in Europe. I don't know. I think it's something to keep an eye on. Um, and I think it does well for it bodes well for the other teams in, in the Champions League as well, because uh, these Premier League teams, the, F, the FA Cup coming into play now for no apparent reason, like it's gonna, it's just gonna get. Well, wrapped. it's always like that every January. Um, uh, but I mean, those t- those games you're, you're playing more your your youth team, uh, a couple of the fringe players, uh, those who don't feature too much. So the FA Cup, I mean. Uh, I don't think it's too much of a problem, um, but uh, it is. It is. I mean, it can be good. Um, that's why I, I, it, it's. It must be a marketing thing because, like, the amount of games that are played over two weeks. It's like every three days there's a game. It's. It's. It's nuts. And the fact that the fact that the city A season pretty much ends at the same time. As the Premier League makes me think, well, why are there so many over a short amount of time? Then um, both seasons end pretty much the same time, and Premier League starts earlier as well. I think it's like one one week beforehand. So something's going wrong with the scheduling of these teams. No, on a scale of one to ten, it makes none sense. It's ridiculous. Um, I don't know. It's just something that crossed my mind while I was stuffing my face doing nothing. I'm like, man, I'm like, these these boys are working hard. <laughs> As you're enjoying your day off watching them. Yeah. Yeah, that's the way I feel about a lot of things. But uh, yeah, let's uh, let's stop uh, like just messing around, Wally. Like, get it together, son. Uh, we got we got a lot. Well, of I'm cover. waiting. I'm waiting for you to finish your yogurt. My yogurt. I'm not. I'm not having any yogurt. Or, or, or whatever it is that's that's clinking over there. I don't know. I'm typing. Uh, I'm doing some research for the show, Wally. Ah, always working. Well, you see, you're burning that midnight oil, and you seem well, surprised. <laughs> well, I'm not gonna, not gonna say I don't. Um, back to business. I guess we could. Pretty much. Um, title's over, I guess. Title race. Uh, it was over for a while, I, I thought. But now this is really... This has really cemented it uh, for me. Uh, Liverpool uh, pretty much swinging their uh, nearest rivals away. Should I say swatting? The, the, the minuscule uh, little bee... But uh, Leicester was uh, just, I, I, I'm just shocked, honestly. Um, I mean, Casper Schmeichel came out afterwards saying it was, a, it was a fair result until the ref changed it. I don't know what he's going on about. Um, what, for what me, uh, I'm not even sure, to be honest. 
because I, I, I watched this game and I didn't see anything of note, uh, really. Um, I just thought it was a brilliant performance by Liverpool yet again. And uh, again, who was, who was the main man was Alexander-Arnold. Uh, two assists and a goal as well. Um, I mean, the kid's he's 21 years old, 20 years old. It's insane the, the amount of uh, goals and assists that he, he's been providing for the past two years. And he was at uh, and that long ball. I think it was him to, to Firmino. Uh, and also, what a header that he scores. But uh, Leicester never, never really got going in this game. I mean, the first, first 20 minutes or so, it was uh, a bit a bit cat and mouse, as they say. Um, you know, Leicester uh, on the counterattack a couple of times, but nothing really of note. I thought Jamie Vardy was extremely quiet this game. Madison as well. Um, very, very uh, out of it. He didn't seem influential whatsoever. Liverpool was just spot on. Um, I mean... Four nothing uh, is, I would say, pretty uh, pretty fair. I mean, Leicester had a total of like uh, four shots out of the game, something like that. Um, Liverpool, I think, had uh, over 10, 12 shots. I mean, they were bombarding them at one point, but um, I mean. They can pretty much concentrate on uh, getting some of their players some game time at this point. Yeah, uh, I guess the thing that struck me the most, Wally, uh, from what you said, was that um, Jimmy Vardy, uh, Jimmy Vardy, and Madison were were quiet. Uh, Vardy doesn't surprise me because even in games where he's good, he he's quiet. You know, it's really he's a difference maker in the sense in the moment. Um, so that doesn't really bother me too much. It's just he didn't have his moment in this game. It's more Madison that's disappointing because it's not up to Vardy to really take the game by the neck, you know, and, and really make it his own. He needs that one feed. He needs that one chance, that one run in behind. Uh, I, I was more disappointed in Madison's lack to um, show up on the big stage and really, you know, um, give it his all. Because obviously it's a very high-profile game, not only against Liverpool, but it's on Boxing Day with all the eyes on him. Um, I was hoping for a big performance from him. Obviously, he's my boy, uh, my second cousin, so that's pretty cool. Always go for the family man. Um, but yeah, I was disappointed that he couldn't pull something out of his hat, but I have to admit uh, TAA was on another level, and uh, it's very bothersome how good he is and how young he is and how jealous I am. <laughs> it, it's, um, people are, be, are using the words generational type of player. And uh, like they only come once in a once in a in a decade mm-hmm. uh, type of player, and uh, I think that just may be the case because I haven't seen a defenseman be so influential uh, over the course of like two seasons uh, since I would say probably Danny Alves um, or even Marcelo a few years back. But uh, th- this is uh, like the statistics are are pretty extraordinary. Um, 
credit to him. I mean, he's a, he's an academy kid and he's gone through the ranks. Um, but uh, it, it's uh, outstanding performances. And for me, he should definitely be getting the nod ahead of Kyle Walker come to, come to Euros at this point. Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah, I mean, how, how have they been lining up recently in England? Because I, I think that's a no-brainer. I'm not too sure. Uh, they've, they've played a back three slash back five at, at certain points, uh, as well as a back four. So uh, if he was in the back five, he would probably be one of the wing backs. Um, in the back four, obviously the right back. But uh, yeah, hopefully, uh, hopefully he stays uh, injury free because I'm expecting much bigger things come next year. Uh, so in two days' time. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, no, I, I agree with you. Um, in England, I've kind of been supporting that back three since the World Cup, you know, so I don't really know. Well, he, he, he basically played where, uh, where Trippier played in the World Cup, uh, if they do line up that yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, uh, we'll keep an eye on that. Uh, yeah, just I'm just so disappointed, and I hope you hear it in my voice. It just... Man, this sucks. Like, it's supposed to be the best league on earth, and it's, I mean, it's just the less dramatic this year. It's just, it really, it just sucks. But the good news, um, besides title race being over, which is further cemented by Man City losing to Wolves, which we'll get into, but um, the rest of the league is an absolute dogfight. I mean, it is crazy. Um, it, it is so tight, that top 10. It, it's crazy. Uh, just from just from fourth to tenth, it's a ten point gap, uh, which really isn't a lot when you think about separating Chelsea and Everton, considering both their respective forms, and even the bottom is fairly tight as well. Uh, even even fourteenth place is at twenty three points. I mean, it's that's not too saying, far off. Twenty two Southampton, like it's very. I don't know. I think the good part about Liverpool pulling ahead is that the rest of the league has just been forced to battle each other, and uh, they really are. I mean. Uh, we had some teams take some good strides um, th- during the Christmas break. Uh, some, some not so good. It's just, it's very, it's a very interesting time because we got to see two games in quick succession. We'll get another game uh, within the next couple of days, which will really cement the table leading into the second half of the year. Um, so, so let's get into it. Man City do lose away uh, to Wolves. Um, in a game yeah, uh, labeled by uh, by Traore, and uh, we have to drug test this man. I don't know how we let him just walk <laughs> around here like he's not pissing hot acid. Yeah, I mean this. Uh, we, we've mentioned it before about uh, what he brings and what he does is the pace, power, and skill. And I mean, listen, um, Man City's performance. Yes, they were down to 10 men for majority of the game. But it was, in this case, individual errors that cost them towards the end. Uh, Mendy, uh, I don't know what he's doing for the second goal, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, he has the chance to clear it and about a good three seconds or so. Uh, he just really waits too long. Uh, I think it's Traore who closes him down, who ends up crossing it in. But uh, it, it was mistakes like that. And, I mean, Ederson as well uh, gets the red card in the, early on in the game. But, 
I mean, fantastic performance from Wolves, who at the beginning of the season, we were extremely underwhelmed by it, um, which I think was due to the, the fact of their, you know, them trying to cope with the Europa League qualifications and stuff. Uh, but, uh, I mean, I'm looking at, at the table, well, like their, their stats, seven, nine, and four. They sit in, in uh, seventh place, five points away from, from uh, fourth spot. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's, it's pretty, uh, pretty great for a team who started pretty slowly uh, at the beginning of the season. So I tell you, I, I tell you every week, Wally. I mean, I, I freak out because at the beginning, the first month, two months, I was like, I was telling him like, whoa, I'm like, what's going on here? Like, why is my screen glitching? Yeah. Why are Wolves in 17th place? Like, it was so strange. And then all of a sudden, it's like, yeah, we're back to Wolves just like last year, like pushing for top six. And uh, it is it is pretty crazy. I mean, this team is such a wagon. Like, you just can't help but get behind them. And uh, what a game. Um, well, one thing I do want to jump into with regards to the game is that I saw this excellent tweet about um, – about the Traore assist for the Jimenez goal. And they basically said, like, uh, reason, reason like, a high number, like, uh, reason 400,000 why soccer players die. <laughs> and the guy said, like, if Kyle Walker just falls there, like, just, no, sorry, if Mendy just jumps to the floor oh, and but, falls, it's a foul. But that's what I'm talking about. He closes, he's good. that's why he closed him down and just, Took the ball away from him. I mean, he gives him a shove, but imagine if Mendy just goes over instead of staying on his feet. Then the ref has a decision to make. He probably blows it in favor of Mendy, and that goal doesn't come about. Yeah, I, I mean, there was there was a bit of controversy to it, saying it it, it might have been a foul, but I mean, for me, it, it would have been extremely soft. Um, yeah, but let's say he stayed on his feet. Over. But if he fell over, he he, he gives him a whack. Like, I, it's good on Mendy, and I'm not complaining. It's, just, it's good on Mendy. He stayed up. It's good for the game and the sport. But I'm first of all surprised he stayed up because every other player would go down. Because in a weird way, in this weird world we live in, that's the thing to do. Like <laughs> especially in that scenario, you, you're not going to make up the ball. You might as well go down and then roll the dice to get the call. Uh, either way, the ball's in the back of your net or it's, it's your ball and it's a free kick. So I, I, prefer, I prefer taking a free kick. But then again, I'm a sociopath, so don't trust my instincts. But I, I just think uh, I just think that's a very good point. I in the open. Yeah, there you go. Uh, but yeah, then Traore obviously uh, you know, gets one back with the first goal. Uh, just a very, a very um, solid day's work. And Man City just... I mean, now they're all kind of saying it, coming out, saying, well, yeah, it's pretty much over and it's impossible to catch Liverpool. And um, So, yeah, even they've admitted defeat, which is interesting. Uh, probably some like some pep tactics in there, um, some pep little mind games. Yeah, he, but he's right. You know? No, for sure. Uh, he, he had mentioned recently, well, now that the, the, the objective is to, is to finish in the, in the top four because we want to be playing Champions League next year. Like, okay. Don't be an idiot. Like, obviously, you're going to finish top four. Uh, I really don't think there's any doubt about that. But um, I, I just think uh, it's probably the end of a cycle for this Man City team. Um, and I, I, if Pep doesn't win the Champions League this year, which let's, let's put it out there, uh, they've got a tough ask. Uh, against Real Madrid. 
I think he he'll probably walk next year. Well, next season. Um, I can't. I, I don't know what else he could do with this team um, because it, obviously their objective is to win the Champions League. Um, what else can he really do at this point? I'm no. not too sure. If he doesn't win, uh, you're right. You said it's the end of a cycle. That's exactly what it feels like. If he doesn't win, then it's. I mean, what two Premier Leagues in a row with City? Um, never made yeah, a couple of uh, domestic uh, cups, but nothing. Uh, he didn't make it past the semifinals, quarterfinals. Well, Liverpool beat them last year in the quarterfinals, I think, and then um, no, Spurs beat them last year. Sorry, the year before that, Liverpool when, when Liverpool yeah. beat them, and then last year Spurs beat them again in the quarterfinals. So I don't know if he actually went past the quarterfinals with um, mm. with City. Um, but yeah, uh, well, what a loser! Well, that's it. I mean, it's classic Pep too. Say, yeah, we're just trying to make top four. You know, like okay, way to take all the pressure and disappointment off of yourself. Like, um, <laughs> but yeah, I guess it's a smart uh, PR move. Um, but yeah, let's uh, let's keep it going here. Well, so what else stood out to you? In match week nineteen, so the Boxing Day clash. Um, I have a few. Um, uh, just quickly, I, I thought Man United's performance against Newcastle home um, was very good display. Um, Rashford again stepping it up. I mean, we had mentioned uh, the pressure was on for him this year to uh, take his position by the by the neck. Mm-hmm and really deliver, and uh, it's his most prolific year so far. So credit to him for, for the for the work he's been putting in. Uh, Martial as well, to, to credit, uh, has been playing pretty well uh, and pretty consistently as well. Um, I mean, Newcastle started well this game, but, I mean, they took the lead, obviously, uh, very early on uh, with Longstaff again. Again. Um, yeah, showing showing what he's made out of, um, and then, I mean, they just dropped off, uh, and I thought it was extremely, extremely negative move from Steve Bruce's side, um, who, who've, you know, they, they've been playing well uh, of late, uh, but I thought uh, Manu just step it up right after they they conceded. Um, and then shoulder class pretty much throughout. A couple of couple of mistakes by by Dubravka as well as um, I think it's Char. Um, yeah. For the second. Um, so obviously you can't really account for that. Uh, I mean, these things happen. So yeah, yeah very, pretty, uh, pretty impressive. A very confident. It looked like a very confident performance, even going down one nil to start. Uh, a very just a. Classic confident performance from Man U. Something you don't see too often. And when the first goal went in, I kind of thought, like, yeah, I'm like, this is Here we go again. season. Yeah, it's basically all the bad teams. You can't get points. And I'm happy they turned it around. I'm happy they ran the score. Like, oh, that, that's uh, what I thought. I thought it would be like, oh, yeah, this is one of the, well, let's let's falter against the lesser teams, you know. Well, that's it. And I mean, it's, but, and it's been a, a vicious pattern recently. And uh, I, I'm happy they ran the scoreline up a bit, too, because – uh, even their wins, I and mean, we 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 comment on them beating the big teams, but it's always a, by by a margin, by a hair, you know. And it's like, 
it's good to have a game where you're up 4-1 with at least half an hour, 35 minutes to go, if not the majority of the second half. It, you know, take some pressure off the legs, let the lads kind of relax while while still in the game. Um, you had Pogba coming off the bench, getting some minutes as well. So all in all, a very good a very good day at the office. Um, what was not a great day at the office was Mikel Arteta's start to life at Arsenal uh, once again. Yeah, well, yeah. Um, the takeaway from the game, I thought there were extremely encouraging signs. Um, so I'm trying to stay positive. Obviously, it's his first game. He's had a week uh, to prepare, uh, give or take, and a, a week of training sessions. Uh, what stood out for me was Ozil was extremely um, influential during the, the first half, especially. Um, the goal went kind of against the run of play. I mean, yeah, counterattacked again, and then kind of typical. Uh, Dan Gosling uh, gets his second goal, I think, in a week or something like that. Um, but there the, the were impressive things. Um, I thought there was probably enough to win the game. I thought if Lacazette had uh, better touches, um, probably should have taken a lot, some of his chances, or at least one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, on another day, we'd probably come out with a win, but I, I did see some differences in terms of our play. Uh, defensively, they looked a bit more solid, and it just looked like they were a bit more up to it, um, a bit more up for challenging, uh, getting stuck in a bit more, uh, trying to win those 50-50 battles. So um, all in all, I mean, it's been a, a rough season so far, and I don't expect it to get much better. Um, I just, I just, uh, at this point, I just hope for some decent performances uh, where I'm actually seeing uh, a, a style of play. Whereas uh, for the past year and a half, if I was confused as to what exactly we were trying to do. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, and we'll uh, we'll talk as we go into next week. Uh, it's a greater conversation with regards to Arteta's opening, uh, opening, I guess, half a week as Arsenal manager. Uh, it's um, well, we know it doesn't get much better uh, the following match week, which in a weird way it does because it actually went the good way. It, um, it did get, go better, but obviously the we'll get to not. that. So <laughs> don't jump the gun. No, well, I have nothing else to say. That was all I wanted to bring up uh, with regards to that. I mean, Chelsea do lose 2 nothing. Think... Um But, I mean, yeah. again, I don't really have much we, to we, say. I, yeah. Yeah, oh, fair enough. I mean, uh, the other the other um, results were, were pretty... Uh, were pretty... Uh, not obvious. What's the word I'm looking for? Like... Anticlimactic. Evident. No, just like pretty standard, uh, pretty standard victories for for teams. I mean, Spurs winning at home against Brighton, um, Crystal Palace uh, won against West Ham. Uh, yeah, I mean, teams who have been in bad form, uh, pretty much continuing. Oh, was this, um, in- was this a Delhi Ali goal? This goal was crazy. Uh, 
Yeah, this was the Daily Alley goal. Oh, man. What a finish. Yeah. That side foot to the far post. And I don't know if you ever went back and saw the goal he scored against Man U, like how brilliant that was too. But he scored some absolute bangers uh, in the past couple of weeks. Mm -hmm. He he really is emerging a a new man under uh, under Mourinho. That's pretty pretty cool to see. It's always nice to see a player refine his form uh, slash confidence. Uh, all right, Wally, you judgmental SOB. Can we move on? What, what do you mean? <laughs> I want to talk about the next match week. Uh, so this past weekend. Yeah, what's with the comment? Well, because I wanted to move on before and you didn't let me. Oh, uh, well, sorry about that. All right, moving on. <laughs> Apology accepted. All right, moving on. Uh, let's get right back into Arsenal. Uh, so Chelsea bounced back from their loss. Arsenal bounced Match of the week. Yeah, sure. I mean, uh, like I was saying, Chelsea bounced back from their loss the week before, and Arsenal literally bounced back because they went from a point to no points. Uh, so let's see what happened here. Let's start with the lineups, actually. I thought it was a little bit interesting. Um, the way that they seem to be lining up uh, Chelsea. Chelsea? Oh, yeah. Yeah, the, the formation is odd. Is it just three, me or looks four, different? 3 4 two, one. Yeah. Well, they've done it. Uh, they've done it a couple times this year. Oh. I believe against Southampton as well. It's just when you see uh, when you see it really because we know how Mount likes to play really tight to the striker and more centrally. Uh, when you see him pair yeah. up with a guy like Willian, who obviously prefers the uh, the width, um, it is interesting going forward. I think Aspilicueta is way too an advanced position to play there. Um, yeah, um, doesn't offer. I, I, I didn't. I didn't think it was a good uh, starting lineup for Chelsea, and I, at that point, I thought we would win this game. Um, and it showed uh, for Arsenal in the first first half an hour or so. I mean, first to the ball, uh, extremely quick on the counter. Ozil, again, had an, a, a great performance, I thought, the first half. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, just just finding finding a space between the lines. Uh, and I thought, I thought Chelsea looked ragged and just really kind of lost in the middle of the field. Um, I mean, and the goal is, is extremely well taken. Uh, a nice corner within. Chambers uh, with, uh, with a slight... Um, slight head on, and then Aubameyang just uh, finishing uh, nice little like adjustment to his body position, and uh, nice little header. I mean, the, the marking on the corner is horrendous, though. I think it's Emerson who's supposed to be marking him, and yeah. he just loses it. And and I agree. Um, the only thing is like. Man, I heard that criticism too from Emerson. It's like when you get a when you get a ball like that, you know, redirected at the first post or the back post. It's that's super hard to defend. Like he, he for sure has to stay with Aubameyang, but that's not easy in terms of defending. No, I I agree. It's just like he loses him way too easily. It's it's like he's not even close to challenging him. That's my that's my problem with it. Yeah, no, it's like true. at least you you're close to him and you, you try to make him difficult for him to to get a, a clean head on it. But uh, this, there was like no challenge. So, um, but um, as soon as, uh, I think it was the 30th minute mark, 
they, they bring an extra man in midfield, which that turned the tide uh, for Chelsea. Um, and credit to Lampard for, for seeing the problem because they were a man short in midfield. Uh, I thought they were getting dominated. Uh, Kante just didn't look right uh, by himself next to Kovacic, um, who, who was obviously given more license to, to roam forward. Um, but as soon as the, Giorgino came on, extra man in midfield, uh, moving to a back four, uh, they seemed much, much better. Um, but still didn't create too many chances going forward. And, um, I mean, we had a, a decent chance of Bamanga hitting, hitting the side netting um, in the first half as well. And I'm trying to remember if, if there was anything in the first half. Um, well, I mean... The, the, uh, yeah, I don't think there was too much else in the first half. Mm. Second half, I'm trying to remember here. We well, have the Jorginho uh, uh, controversy. Okay, yeah, I was wondering if there was anything because there, there wasn't there wasn't too much going on uh, in the game before that that controversial uh, yellow card. Um, but yeah, I, I guess at that point. Um, Jorginho's already on a yellow card. And, uh, I mean, to me, it was a clear second yellow. Um, if it if it would happen to anyone else, uh, I, I think he would have given a yellow if, if he wasn't already booked. So I don't see why exactly he wasn't given a yellow. Um, I can't really understand uh, the logic. Uh, and an ex-referee came out uh, today actually saying, I'm not sure why he didn't give a second yellow for that. But that changed. Obviously, it changed the, the course of the game. Um, mm-hmm. And I don't know why VAR didn't come back to look at it. But um, extremely well, frustrating. Is that something uh, they could look at, VAR? I'm not sure. Well, because if it's a red card offense, technically uh, it's a second yellow result in a red card. So... I don't know. I, I thought that would be like a something that they could look at. Um, I guess not. <laughs> um, hmm. Yeah, but um, I mean, obviously that changed things. Uh, Chelsea, credit to them, though. Uh, they, they turned it up a, a notch. Um, of course, the first goal is a mistake by Leno, which is extremely disappointing because I thought he's been our best player uh, throughout the season, but uh, terrible mistake. Yeah, I, I'm just I'm not sure why he even comes out. Like, why not just stay? Like, if he stays, I think either the defenseman or uh, an attacker tries to head the ball, and it's like a pretty routine save. But tries to come and get it and flails. Uh, Jorginho, of course, is the one to score. Though that really pissed me off. Uh, you know, the guy who's not even supposed to be on the field anymore. But uh, yeah, and then shortly after, I mean, Tammy, Tammy did extremely well. Uh, and of course, it's a counterattack after a corner. Um, counterattacked, and then it's 
it's like 2v2, Mustafi and David Luiz both dropping off. Jesus. A very unconvincing yeah. defending. One of you has to go for it. Well, well if you, you actually know. see, when the ball actually first gets like, played up to midfield, uh, Tammy has his back to goal and he plays it backwards, and then they start running towards uh, the defense. But Mustafi's like pretty close to him, and then he really backs off like a, to the point where he had a chance to either decide, like I'm either going back or I'm, I'm just going to run into the ball and try to make a play. And I guess but he, he, shows he a goes back right away. away. But he goes back right away. And yeah, but so much the, the problem is... <coughs> The problem is there's two of them doing the exact same movement. That's why. I, to me, it was it was uh, bad communication. I don't know if they both thought the other was going to go. <laughs> I don't know what the what exactly was going on there. Just poor decision-making. And uh, it turns them inside out. I mean, uh, great finish by Tammy, though. Uh, and finally scoring against a... One of the big, uh, one of the big teams, which I don't think he's done uh, this season. And Chelsea come up with with the points. I mean, well, um, my favorite part of the goal actually is uh, well, two favorite parts. The first part is as soon as the ball gets cleared from Chelsea's box to start the counterattack, like when Doozy throws his hands up because he sees he sees like what's gonna happen, and he's like he starts complaining as soon as the ball passes him. He puts his hands, he's like, oh, he's like, you two idiots are there. And he goes, oh, boy. And you see how he gets so uh, mad. It's yeah. like he sees it all coming. Uh, the worst part is it actually happens, which was uh, pretty funny. Yeah. And then the second favorite part of the goal is uh, the drug bus celebration after. I mean, that's got yeah, to that make you feel something. Hurtful. I mean, wow, yeah. we've seen this before, you know, uh, a classy finish from a handsome black man. We've seen this many times. Uh, so I thought it was pretty cool, actually, paying, uh, playing, uh, playing. Uh, what am I trying to say? Paying homage to the to the legend, the living legend that is uh, <laughs> Drogba. Um, so yeah, that's uh, that was pretty dope, if I do say so myself. Uh, let's. Uh, if I do say so myself. Game? Or what? Uh, what else? Can um, I say? Yeah, I, I just uh, I, I don't think Arsenal fans should be freaking out too much. Um, it was a much. It was probably uh, one of our best performances, considering we still lost this game at home. Uh, but I, I still thought uh, defensively, up until that mistake by Lionel, was pretty solid. Uh, they just looked, I don't know, they, just, they looked up for the challenge and a, a bit more resolute, a bit more compact. And uh, going forward, I thought uh, actually stringing some passes together, which was uh, encouraging to see. I'm sure uh, Arteta knows what is needed in order to get this team ticking. And uh, a slight positive, which I'm taking out of your book, is so far we've seen the worst from Arsenal. So I could only expect that there's the best to come, right? Oh, that's that's dangerous playing with my logic, Wally. <laughs> well... Fair enough, but I'll stick by it, and hopefully I'm proven right. Yeah, no, I mean, I tend to agree. Uh, so far, obviously, one point out of six is not very good, but the performances are definitely worth more than that, and that's uh, that's really um, positive signs, especially looking forward. I mean, I have to assume here, uh, let's take a look. Oh, actually, there's Arsenal Man United well, playing New Year's Day. Yeah. Okay, two, two. so... Two 
And, and honestly, probably the worst time to be playing Man U since uh, I mean they get a, they get yeah. a win again against Burnley. This one a much harder fought game. Uh, we always knew it was going to be tough, but uh, nonetheless they get the first goal, uh, courtesy of Martial from uh, obviously a giveaway from Burnley, which is uh, which is not great there, but they do a great job. Martial, a cool finish, a very good one on one with the keeper. I feel like he scores like that identical goal um, quite a few times, and then at the end Rashford scores one of the most Hilarious goals you've seen in a long time. Um, yeah, but uh, I, I mean, great counter. Yeah, by Daniel James. Oh, it's. I, I watched the tweet today that man you tweeted, and it was uh, that link-up play between uh, Daniel James and Rashford, and uh, even Daniel James like uh, retweeted it and said he quoted it and said like, "Oh, and much more to come" or something. And it's um, both those guys now with the pace and Daniel James can. Be, we talk a lot about his pace, but he's got a, a decent cross on him too, and. It's um, he he whips in a nice ball. He really uh, does. And Rashford, obviously, with his great touches. And uh, oh, we didn't mention it. Sorry, I, I hate to go back to Boxing Day, but Rashford's header goal. Uh, did you see this one? Uh, yeah, yeah. Even not Ronaldo, but <laughs> yeah. But man, when I saw because I saw the goal live. This just this goal live. Uh, I caught up on the other ones, but this goal I saw live. And, I, and man, in the moment. I looked at that and I'm like, man, like I've seen someone do this before. I'm like, that gave me some sick Ronaldo vibes there. The the way he jumped and he met in the air with like emphasis and oh, that was a that was a crazy header. Uh, and it's so cool that he made that comment on Twitter too. Um, but I mean, these guys. I mean, Rashford would have been uh, how old is Rashford now? Twenty two. Twenty. Yeah, twenty two. Twenty two. So that 13, means thirteen years younger. He's 13 years younger than Ronaldo, but and then Ronaldo left Man U in 2009, so he was 10, 10 years ago. So Rashford was 12, probably in the in the United Academy when Ronaldo was, you know, Ballon d'Or winning Ronaldo at Man U. Uh, man, he and I see it, and I see every time I see Rashford, like I see Ronaldo there, like especially nowadays playing more on the left and the way he stretches oh, he, the ball. He's the um, geez. he's the closest thing to Ronaldo that there ever. Well, unless there's another guy that comes out obviously. But in this point in time, he's the closest thing to Ronaldo that we're seeing. Uh, oh, just the, the, the same the same technique, uh, very similar traits. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's pretty crazy. The, the, the shots, the shots, the free kicks, the, the, the dribbling. Um, yeah, I, mean, less, I, I guarantee less you, true, but still. Within, within the next three years, I, I think Rashford will be moving on to Madrid. I don't know. <laughs> you caught me off guard, man. Did you hear that? That came from deep inside me. Uh, I know. It's like you don't want it to. I, I, I don't never, but it never crossed my mind, to be honest. Um, I don't know. That That's making me think. But uh, I, I could see it happening to replace big, big Benz. Unless Mbappe. These are all things that may come to fruition. Yeah. Uh, that's, a, that's a good point, Wally. We'll, uh, we'll keep an eye on that. Uh, let's see here. What else? What else? What else? Uh, Liverpool continues Norwich to. Spurs. Yeah. Okay. Was, uh, we'll do Norwich. Very good game. It was intense. Um, back and forth, the entirety of the of the game. Man, was, uh, I love good. I love a good Harry Kane penalty. It is crazy the I, way he hits. His I penalties. don't. I really don't. Why? I mean, I I like the penalty, but I feel like of late that's the only goals he's been scoring. No, that's like it's literally not true. Well, 
I beg to differ. Ben Hall, he's been scoring some bangers. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but it's like he he steps to take the penalty, and you just know he's not gonna miss. Like it, it's pretty crazy. Um, who would you take right now, James? No, I, or Harry Kane I, take a penalty. Oh, well, those are. I'll, I'll take Kane for the venom that he puts on it, but Milner for just the, the the coolness and the he just looks so calm whenever he does it. I mean, I, I I'll take both honestly. Okay, well, um, yeah, that's fun. Always both stuff, you know that. Hmm. Yeah, I guess. Uh, I'm still going Harry Kane though. One hundred, one hundred percent. Um, but yeah, I, I, they drop points, and it's to be honest, a very for you know, right away. Uh, yeah, it's just an interesting time for Spurs right here because obviously the the aura, the Mourinho aura effect has uh, we, we've kind of come back to earth. We kind of seen what's what's good about this team, what's bad about this team, and what's bad is basically it's it's the goals they're conceding. Um, it's just too much. Can I can I just be very direct with my analysis? They just seem to be conceding too uh, many goals. Well, yeah, it's it's. I, I I don't know why though. It's I don't think he's picking the. I don't know if, I'm confused by by the lineup at times. I mean, in this game, um, I'm not too sure of. Of uh, I'm not too sure of the formation because I mean it was I guess a back four or a back five at times because they had Vertonghen, Alderweireld, Foyth, and Odier. Um but then there was Cessino playing as well. I think he was playing as a left wing back. Um, it was. I don't know. I don't think he's gotten his starting eleven picked properly. Well, I'm sure he's still figuring it out. Yeah, I, I mean, Hurricane uh, uh, Erickson's playing this game as well. Uh, you know, a guy who is likely going to leave. I mean, uh, and he's picking he's picking players that he he has no choice because he wants to deliver the results. Um, but uh, I, I'm not sure about uh, playing a player that is going to be leaving probably either in January if they want to recoup some money or uh, next year. Um, I understand trying to get uh, as high as possible, but it could have negative effects on the team. I mean, other players who, who think they, they deserve a, a chance ahead of him and they see – they see he's going to be leaving, but why is he playing then? You know, um, maybe it's, it's certain things like that 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 other players uh, might not see eye to eye with the manager's choices. Um, certainly, things to figure out. And uh, I mean, there there were some controversial moments in this game as well. Um, that that offside uh, man. <laughs> Like, Jesus, I I don't think he was offside. He came back from an offside position into an onside position. Pretty crazy. No, it's 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 happening way too much. 
every week now. Well, every game now. Literally every game. It's a life. Uh, I guess. We, no, but uh, this is. There's too many things. Uh, that there's. I, I was kind of all for VAR for, you know, the big the big moments. Is he offside or not? You know, I don't want to have a five minute discussion whether, well, his armpit looks offside. But yeah, but look at his toenail that's poking through his shoe. That mm. could slice provolone uh, extremely thin. It's is offside. Thin. Yeah. You know? But, um, I mean, we saw it in a couple of games. Uh, Zaha was apparently offside. Uh, Puki was apparently offside. I mean, uh, Brighton as well. There was some controversy there. The game against Man City uh, with Sheffield. Uh, that game too, uh, where the, the ball strikes the referee in the middle of the field. Or apparently it didn't, but it was going to him. Uh, and then it goes towards Man City and the ref didn't stop it. Um, then there's the Van Dyke handball. You know, it's like every game there's... <sighs> it's always something. Uh, it's too much. Honestly, well, my um, my favorite part about this game is actually um, I've already brought it up, but the Harry Kane penalty, the foul on Harry Kane for the penalty. Did you know this man had a Ronaldo chop in his back pocket? I mean, that was brilliant. Wait, who? Harry Kane. Harry Kane. Yeah, the, on the penalty. He gets taken out. Uh, Deli Ali plays Trying to remember. In. Oh, yes, 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 yes. He, he oh, yeah. clear, shot. clear penalty. Like, <laughs> I didn't know he had that in him. I was like, wow. Like, what can't this man do? It's just that Ronaldo Chop was like, oh, boy. Uh, that got me excited. Uh, that got me he really excited. You can't talk without a lisp to tell you that much. Uh, I don't care. He could do He could do no wrong in my book. <laughs> That's a classic Ronaldo Chop. A great little trick to get out, to get the ball from out of his feet, gets the penalty. Obviously, scores it, sound. And then, yeah, 2-2. Uh, I kind of thought they would steal a winner just because, like, they did that against uh, Wolves a few weeks ago, and I thought that was in the cards. Um, but they do hang on Norwich. Um, so, yeah, I, I guess fair result. Uh, what else quickly? Uh, Man City beat Sheffield 2-0, which no one cares about. What I'm pissed is that last week, Raleigh, um, moving to Liverpool Wolves, last week we looked at the schedule and we said, man, Liverpool got to play Leicester. And they have to play Wolves, uh, both games in three days' time. They're coming off the Club World Cup, so a lot of traveling, extra games. And we said, oh, man, if they, like, let's say, you know, two draws yeah. in a row, that, that could significantly change something. Uh, no, they just beat Wolves, and that was that. I mean, obviously, some controversy here with some, with some armpit uh, shenanigans, uh, like usual. But um, yeah. still, though, I mean, it's, at the end of the day, it's just a Liverpool team that's just not dropping points. That's just winning games and just keep on keeping on. And uh, man, it's it's you know. incredible. Eighteen wins and one draw. It's a ridiculous form. Ridiculous uh, form. Eight, Eighteen out of nineteen games played. Um, just quickly, because um, <laughs> once they once they wrap up this title. I'm just thinking about next year. Do you think, but usually teams um, who go through uh, a period of, of domination, which 
I mean, last year, obviously, they didn't win, but they won the Champions League. Um, and this year, they could very well do both. Um, next year, are they going to have a burnout season? You know, guys who have been playing 40 to 50 games uh, for the past three years, pretty much, are they going to be finally dropping off? And, and are they going to have... I wouldn't say end of cycle because a lot of these guys are still young and in their prime, but I'm just thinking about uh, not being able to deliver the same intensity because uh, Klopp obviously is, it's, it's a hardcore rock and roll type of, of soccer. So uh, I'm not sure going forward next year, how they're going to be able to cope with it. No, uh, I think that's true. This may be like the, the last because teams can't sustain this type of intense football uh, over long periods of time like that. And we've seen it throughout with Real Madrid. They finally, obviously there was the Ronaldo effect, but to a certain extent, you know, um, uh, we saw it with Barca as well. well. We've seen it with Man City. I think that's part of the reason as well. Yeah, yeah. That, that's it. Maybe, maybe that's what it is with this. Man City team now because um, it's not like they're doing too much wrong the players they have are, are fantastic so it just may be the, the demands that, that the coaches put on uh, have taken a toll it could very well be and uh, once again Liverpool depressed me with their inability and inconsiderate uh, nature to not drop points. Uh, and it's starting to really pee me off. I'm not pleased about it. Um, what else can we say about this match week? Uh, Leicester give West Ham the last nail on the coffin. And uh, Manuel Pellegrini is out. He's out. And Moise is back in. And apparently Moise is back in. This is a... Uh, I didn't see this coming. No, I, I mean, I think the last time they fired a manager, Moyes also replaced him as like an interim manager. Um, so we'll see what he could muster up back in the Premier League. Um, I don't even know where he's been the past couple's, couple of years. He's been learning the I art mean, of football and developing strategies that are going to take the Premier League by storm. Well, we'll see about that. Um, in uh, some transfer news... Um, Mr. Halland from Leipzig moving to Dortmund. Stove, what do you think about that one? Uh, I think it's a good move for the player. Um, except he uh, seemed to have skeeped Man United out of a deal. Uh, all signs had <laughs> him going to Old Trafford. Um, except for the young lad and his agent, of course. Um, uh, yeah, notorious. Mino Raiola. Yeah, uh, no, it's a good move. I mean, he, uh, they obviously produce great strikers there. They're a team that plays free-flowing uh, soccer. Um, I'm excited to see what this guy's made of, to be honest. I'm not to the point where I'm crazy uh, into him. Uh, I think a lot of the goals, he, he's, a, he's a poacher. He's a classic finisher. But a lot of the goals, especially I saw his Champions League goals, and like, you know... Um, not a ton to do on, on a lot of his goals, if I'm being very unfair against him. Uh, I'm excited to see what he could bring. 
Uh, certainly. And I, I think, as you mentioned, moving to Dortmund, uh, a great move for him, a great move for Dortmund as well, getting a young kid like that. Um, and I think it takes the pressure off uh, in compared to uh, moving to, to the likes of Man United or even Juve that was apparently in for him. Uh, I mean, imagine, well, I mean, just even the playing time as well. Uh, I don't think he would have would be playing as much at, at those two clubs, uh, respectively. Uh, oh, Dortmund has a much better chance of playing, um, especially uh, in that starting striker role. Uh, the other, the only other real forward they have is Paco Alcacer, um, who I believe has been injured for a lot of a lot of the time he's been there. But uh, no, I, I think fantastic, fantastic move. Uh, and just lastly, uh, someone, a familiar face moving back to Milan. I'm sure Milan fans are thrilled about this. Zlatan. Yeah, Zlatan. He's back. Moving back. Yeah, we'll see if this ignites, ignites something in them. Because, boy, do they need some, uh, do they need something. <laughs> uh, things have not been going well of late. Yeah, it's um, it's very West Ham to, uh, uh, sorry, it's very West Ham. It's very Zlatan to uh, to go back to a club that's just at the lowest of lows, and he really can't do no wrong because if he goes there and it doesn't work out, it's like, yeah, what do you expect? He joined the shit team. Uh, whereas Ronaldo, let's say, it's also thirty eight. That's it. I find there's pressure in the sense that he because he he told he was um, he threw shit at Ronaldo for joining. A team that had won yeah. seven or eight, you know, won seven uh, scudettos in a row. Well, he's like, he's like, you want a challenge? Why would you join a team that yeah. that's just won the Serie? Yeah, you know. But so I, I see his point for like from there. But at the same time, I think it's a calculated move because obviously he's loved uh, in Milan, and not only that, he has the built-in excuses if things don't go well, and he has unlimited upside if things actually do go well. Uh, and I mean, they will. He's gonna bag a few goals, and it's. He's gonna. Get, they're gonna get the natural boost of signing, you know, this type of player. That I'm not surprised if they, if they come away with a few results in the next couple of weeks, like it's or whenever he joins, I guess uh, soon. Um, well, yeah, he should be joining soon. Six months, the, though. I heard it's only till the end of the season, I guess. Yeah, but that, that's Latin. maybe this. I mean, you never plan yeah. more than a year with Latin, so. Um, yeah, but yeah, no, that's uh, that's actually a pretty cool. Once again, the Serie A just keeps getting more lit. <laughs> yeah, it, it it's pretty cool to see him back in Europe. I mean, uh, I don't personally like him as a person. Um, I think it's way too cocky. Um, Plus, he's an asshole on the field. I mean, it, he's titled. He's and, so annoying. Yeah. the last couple, like, well. The whole year uh, at LA Galaxy, it was just like, just man, you watch a game of yeah. this and it's just like, it's exhausting and it's like, you feel bad for his teammates. Like, he's just like, like a baby on the field. And, um, oh, for yeah. sure. He's always been like that. Yeah. I mean, we saw it. he played against Montreal Impact. Uh, he got a red card, basically. Yeah. Uh, stamping on the, on the guy's foot. I mean, blatant. Uh, that's just the type of guy he is, but you know he's he is an entertaining person to watch. So I'll give him that. And let's not forget that he, when he left LA, he said, 
you could go back to watching baseball now. So, yeah. Uh, classic. Man, this guy, quite, quite the character. Oh yeah, classic, classic Zlatan. Uh, Wiley, how's how's about some pasta? Uh, no, how's about we take so we pick a game of the week. Uh, game of the week coming up on New Year's Day, 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Wow. Arsenal host Man United. Uh, so that sounds good. Self-explanatory. Yeah. <laughs> Does it? <laughs> and uh, and then on the weekend, it's not more Premier League action. Uh, I believe it's FA Cup. FA Cup, and I think Serie A might be back. Yes, Serie A is back this weekend. Uh, so that's what I was going to say. So Wednesday we'll have uh, uh, the match of the week, which I guess we'll cover on the following Sunday night, if not Monday night. So we could in- also include uh, the Serie A games as they return to action this weekend. Um, so let's pick out a game here. Da, 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 da. And your commission is $0. Let's see. Definitely. Napoli, yeah, there we go. It's actually a Monday, so uh, we could probably record Monday night. We'll cover uh, Arsenal, um, Man United, as well as uh, Napoli, Inter, and all of the weekend's action. We all ha- we'll also have Juve hosting the KKK, uh, so that should be an interesting game <laughs> as well. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll be back next week to cover it all up. Uh, until then, uh, we wish you all a Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, and a happy, happy, jolly, jolly New Year. Uh, Wally, is there anything you want to throw in here? I guess Happy Hanukkah for our Jewish listeners and a, 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 a merry, a Happy Festivus, Kwanzaa, you know, whatever you're into. We don't, uh, we don't judge. Appreciate the, uh, the diversity. Uh, because that's what you could expect here at Sock Talk with Stoven Wally. So again, thank you so much. Follow us on Twitter at Sock Talk Pod, and uh, like and follow obviously our uh, uh, the podcast here anywhere podcasts are found. And uh, yeah, leave a review, like it. it. It helps a lot. Tell a friend, and uh, we'll be back next week where we'll do it all over again with a smile on our face because that's just what you get here at Sock Talk with Stoven Wally, where they sock and we talk. Yeah.